Hey guys, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Life from the perspective of a military family member is way different than a civilian standpoint. Military children and family members give up their hopes and dreams to be able to stand by and support their service member, and it isn't an easy lifestyle for anyone to live. I hope that this podcast is able to help connect the military community and give others just a glimpse into what the military life is like from the perspective of spouses and children. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life. Today, I am here with Alika, who has been a military child, a military spouse, and served in the military herself. So, Alika, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Good. Thank you. Yes. So, start by telling me just about your military experience. Like I said, you have the trifecta of all three of them. What branches or branch are they? And what just what was it like in general for you? Well, I grew up in, actually, it's been the same branch the whole time. It's Army. My dad was in the Army. Um, He served 30 years. And then I joined after college. And then I met my husband while I was serving. So, and he's still in the Army, active duty. He, we're stationed at, in Columbia, or he's stationed in Shaw, but we live in Columbia. So it's just, it's interesting because Shaw is an Air Force base. And so I have a little a little hint of the Air Force experience, which is, it's been interesting, you know, to say the least is, it's not completely, you know, far off from the Army, but, you know, they have their little, their little special traditions that, you know, the Army doesn't. Right. (laughs) What is it like kind of growing up and moving through all three different phases of, you know, being a child, being a service member and being a spouse? I I grew up with all these, I don't want to say rules and regulations, but there are rules and regulations like walking in the grass, especially, you know, a couple of weeks ago was Halloween and tell the kids like, don't walk in their grass. So like you have all these traditions instilled in you from a young age. And then of course I, I joined the army. And so that just like reinforced them. And then my husband is in. And so I caught myself the other day being silly, of course, um, with uniforms, you can burn them with matches, like if you have a, a stray strand or something. And so right. I had a piece of those and I was, I burnt it. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. It was silly, but, you know, and so it's just like, you have these traditions, you know, I'm going to call them traditions, but yeah. uh, where they're just like ingrained in you. Um, and so that's always been something that like, I've, I've truly now, um, being an adult and being older is just like looking back like oh wow that that was the the army the army taught me that and <laughs> strong yeah you get these things you know going through the the lifestyle of you know i mean the army but any branch of the military like you their traditions their little like habits like you form and you know they're ingrained in you you can't like let them go and if something like goes astray from that it feels weird and even though you know from the child's perspective it's like this is so weird not everyone does this like and I went to school in public schools so like even something as simple of getting up and making your bed in the morning not everyone did that (laughs) so (laughs) an interesting thing that we you know I don't know. It's just like a military churches also mm-hmm. is singing like banner and God bless America in church. And like the kids are like, what, what are you doing, mom? You know, 
about this? And I'm like, oh, of course you don't know this. And like my, my oldest, she's in the third grade and they don't do, um, the Pledge of Allegiance. And I'm like, wait, you don't do the Pledge of Allegiance? And, you know, in elementary school, of course we bounce all over, but in elementary school, I like distinctively remember in Geronimo Road, Road Elementary School um, in Fort Sill, Oklahoma, saying the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm like, oh, I guess they don't do that anymore. So it's yeah. just really, it's ingrained in me. <laughs> yeah. When I went to elementary school at Fort Sam um, in Texas, we literally, it was you before you got to your classroom before you started class, you were maybe doing your bell work at the time or like socializing. The bell would go off. You'd stand up. You'd do the Pledge of Allegiance. You'd do the Texas Pledge because we were in Texas. And then you did, um, I think a moment of silence came next. And then there was some sort of song. So I think like God Bless America was one of them. My Country Tis of Thee was another one. And like every single day, there were five different songs. And every single day of the week, every, like every Monday, you sing the same song. Every I'm pretty sure my country tis of thee was a, a Thursday because that was my favorite one to sing <laughs> but yeah you have those little traditions that you do in military schools and I don't remember you know go when I went to my public schools in Ohio I don't remember standing up and doing the pledge in the morning like I don't remember doing that but then you go to these military schools and they're so different <laughs> like you know just just those little things it makes them unique right I agree yeah. Did you go to a lot of military um, on-base schools when you were growing up? Um, I'm trying to think. No, I remember going in elementary school. I went um, to Geronimo Road in Oklahoma, and then we moved to Washington State, and we lived off post, so I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, then we went to Virginia, and I didn't. And by then, I was in middle school, high school, and then the rest of the time I didn't. So it was just that one time, um, you know, my little sister went to Bradley Elementary School in Kansas City, or not Kansas City, but uh, Fort Leavenworth. Yeah. Um, and we actually toured it a few years ago thinking that Brandon was going to get stationed there. And it's just like the memory, <laughs> all of the, you know, the, um, what are they called? Like, events not like school events but like uh you know the talent show and everything and it's just interesting because nothing has changed but everything has changed you know I know technology of course has advanced between like the 20 years I've been in to Kansas but it's just like the same structure and discipline and you know the school what it looks like everything's stays the same you yeah. know and it's interesting it's it's comforting you know honestly because it's just like even though everything around me like even though I'm moving and everything's moving because we're PCSing or we're you know deployments or whatever I know when I come back it will be the same so yeah that's actually a really good point too because you know I'm like thinking back um when we we took like a little vacation back to Texas. And that was really the only military base I lived on. My dad was reserve. He was Army Reserve. So we were in Ohio and then we moved to Texas when he got injured um, in Afghanistan. And then he retired and we moved to Florida. <laughs> and we were, you know, two hours away from a military base. But, you know, when we traveled and went back to San Antonio, 
and went back to Fort Sam, it was like, oh my gosh, nothing's really changed. Like, you know, things have changed because you know, the same people that you knew there and you went to school with are not there anymore. And, but you're right. So much stays the same because, you know, that structure is still there. That discipline's still there. I still recognize the buildings. I'm like, oh my gosh, nothing's changed. And so it is that comforting feeling of everything around you is changing. You're PCSing, you're moving, you know, deployments are happening and, uh, you know, kids are growing up and everything, everything's changing, but you still have that comforting feeling knowing, okay, when I go back to this place, yes, things are going to have changed, but it's still going to be the same. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And you can't say that of uh, many different places. Cause it's like, you know, if I go back to Ohio, not on a base, it's like right. everything's changed, but you go back to that base and nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know it's that comforting feeling. It's it's nice to know that that that's still there. That you still have home. You know because you know if I asked you where was home, where would you say? Oh, do you I, have yeah. an answer? <laughs> I always feel like always figure out like how the person knows me because I'm like, oh, do you know me from this place or do you know me from this place? And I'm like, well, my husband's in the army, and I was like, well, I was in the army. Well, maybe it's, you know, yeah. when I was young, like I try to pinpoint why the person's asking me, like, is it just on how I'm speaking? And then I'm just like, oh, well, my, I grew up, <laughs> but I call Colorado home, even though we only lived there for two years, because that's what my driver's license is, but my, <laughs> different. So I'm just like, but we live here and, you know, I, I yeah. try to figure out because sometimes you do run into people who are like, hey, are you Alika? Like, your dad, you know, especially, yeah. especially in military um, towns. I've run into so many people who've known my dad or like, I remember you when you were little. I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> but if you say so, so your dad, I, I, I'm thinking about him and tell him I said hi. I'm yeah. Like, oh. And then I'll call my dad later on. And then he's like, yeah, I remember so-and-so. Yeah, he's a great guy. So oh it's my just. Gosh when people do ask where I'm from um you know because the army or you know the military is just like a small percentage and it's just like a small world you know is it's tiny you know yeah. and so you know someone it's just like well chances are they know someone who knows somebody who knows you and so it's always fun yeah it's it's the hardest question to to answer and like I literally having only lived in three different places I'm still confused as to where my home is. Where do I call home? You know, I was born in Cleveland. My most memorable years are in Texas. I've lived in Florida the longest. Like, Where is home? And then, you know, I'm marrying a Marine and going to be moving all around there. And so like, where's home going to be then? Like, we already have orders to our next place and we're moving to California. And then we who knows we might go back to Japan we might be in Virginia we might be in Texas we could be anywhere in this world like and then where's home (laughs) like yeah that's the hardest question I think the lucky thing for me is now that uh my dad's retired and so they're in 
um, Tennessee mm-hmm. and a big family lives there. Like not my sisters, but you know, aunts and uncles and relatives live there. And so that's nice to whenever we do go and visit, like we visit for Thanksgiving and Christmas last year. I feel at home. Like when I was stationed at Fort Knox, um, I visited them. My, my dad was still in, but we're, my dad and I were both stationed at Fort Knox together. And <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was fun. I went to their house a lot and raided their kitchen. <laughs> I was a single soldier with no money, but uh, <laughs> I went to Tennessee often to visit my aunts and uncles and, and that was fun. Um, so I, a part of me feels like, like in my heart, I feel like Tennessee would be home, but technically I've never lived there. Um, yeah. You know, it's just like a lot of memories, a lot of, you know, just, I don't know, the comfort of the idea of home is in Tennessee. Um, And then my parents live there now. So that's, you know, nice. But yeah, I completely understand where it's just like, where am I going to live next? And what will it be like? Will it feel like home at all? Or not at home? You know? Yeah. And you have to kind of make every place feel like home because if it doesn't feel like home those are going to be the most miserable like two to four years maybe more maybe less of your life yes I agree and then you might have then you might have orders to go back there after yeah (laughs) and you dread it and you're like do I seriously have to go back but yeah you have to make every place feel like home whether that's like you know decorating your house the same way or you know finding I always love traveling in general so like finding the little places that make each each uh duty station unique and you know exploring outside of of just the area that you're in whether you're living on post or off post like going out a little bit, exploring, finding restaurants, not just eating at, you know, Applebee's or, uh, you know, Olive Garden or Chick-fil-A all the time, although those places are still good. Like there's other places. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that that does like being in the military gives us an opportunity to go places that we typically wouldn't go to. Um, you know, just, we went to the Smoky Mountains one year and it's just like, if we lived any other, any other place, we wouldn't be able to go there just because it's a, a drive, you know, yeah. we lived in a for a while and we were able to go to Vail and it was amazing. Like mm-hmm. typically we would never, cause it's just out of our price range, but yeah. especially with little, we were able to go. And I really like, that is like my saving grace with, you know, PCSing and, you know, Brandon being gone away, like deployed, it's just like, well, you know, it gives me the opportunity to travel by myself with little kids. Like, I know yeah. that's not, but you know, it gives me the op- the flexibility to be able to be like, you know what, you all have Friday off. Let's go, let's go explore downtown. Let's yeah. go away. Let's go to the mountains. Let you know. And I'm just, I'm adventurous like you, you, and um, I'm just like we have these opportunities, so why not use them and use them wisely? Yeah. Because one day I won't have the military eats free <laughs> before it. So I yeah. think it's important to do it, even though it's really scary and it's hard, you know, being an outsider, but like, honestly, like, especially with social media and like other spouses who are, 
who have been or who are currently at your duty station, just ask around and hopefully one day we get to go um, overseas. And then that's going to be, I, I'm, that's my going to be my ticket and I'm going to go places <laughs> where to go and what to do because yeah. I'm, and I was like, Hey, you're going to be at work. I'm, I'm going to travel when I can. So. I know. And that's like the cool thing. Like, you know, there's high likelihood that we'll be stationed overseas again at some point, or I haven't been, but he's been, but you know, there's a high likelihood that we will be. And so being able to go over there and, you know, immerse yourself in the different culture and experience different things. And like, if we have the opportunity to go to Europe, like it's so easy to just hop on a train and go to a different country. And you can't do that here. You can't say that you can do that. Right. Exactly. Like you're going on a a train and it's going to take you a couple days if you do it. But yeah, I think that's like one of the the important things that I, I don't know, I don't know if I forgot it or what, because I remember going and doing things young when I was younger, like with my mom and she would just like get in the car and we would go places, we'd drive all over. And, you know, when I was single and ribbon and running, um, I I just went, but then one had kids, I kind of got scared thinking, I don't know, something would go wrong or, you know, I don't know, just, just negatively about like, oh, well, they're not even going to remember this or it's not going to be fun for them. And I, one day I was just like, you know what, who cares? Who cares if it's going to be fun for them? We're going to do it. And so like one day I packed up our stuff and we left. (laughs) Yeah. And was, he was uh, in training. So he wasn't at home and I was like, you know, we're going to do it. And it was just my oldest and I, and we, we went and just, I kind of never looked back about like, taking the opportunity, you know, while, while we had it. And, you know, I'm glad we did. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Cause you know, you, there's so many moments in my life where I can look back and say, I wish I did it, but I didn't do things cause I was scared to do them. And, you know, there are little minor things now, but like, if you can't get past the feeling of being scared or wondering what other people are going to think of you or whatever the case may be, you're going to look back and regret so many things. And with this lifestyle, you can't do that. Like you're going to miss out on so much. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure it will be scary the day that I become a parent and go traveling solo (laughs) with my kids. But, you know, you have to make the most of it too. And, you know, I'm glad that you realized that and you started doing that and, you know, building the memories for not only yourself, but your kids and, you know, even your husband too, like the days that he's there, the days that, you know, he's gone and knowing that you guys are still having fun and, and doing things and exploring too. Oh yeah. And, um, a couple of years ago we went to Hilton Head and, you know, that's just another place that we would never go. Yeah. Early, but we're here in South Carolina and we went to Hilton Head with some friends. We met them down there, but Brandon couldn't go. He was, I mean, I don't know where he was. One of his trips, his many trips overseas. <laughs> and just having the pictures and the memories of that was, is just awesome. And last year or this past year, we were able to go as a family. So that was nice. But yeah. I feel like if I didn't build myself up for that bigger trip, then I don't know. I would have missed out on so much because I just started small, really. I just started a trip to the zoo, which was like an hour away. (laughs) 
or, you know, just starting as small um, when the kids were younger. And then now I'm just like, oh, yeah, why not? Sure. Let's stay a week at the beach, you know? Yeah. And it's no no big deal. I don't feel any, like, I don't feel weird. I can take care of myself. I can handle myself. And um, um, a lot of military bases, they have, um, you know, like, they have hotels basically. Yeah. And stay there um, at a lower rate. And that's a really good um, like tip that I, I use a lot when we travel because sometimes it does get pricey and I want to be safe because, you know, we, we have to be safe. Yeah, <laughs> safe. you never know. <laughs> so it's, it's not like I'm just like ripping and having fun and yeah. not, but just like I know that if I stay on a military facility, um, I have less to worry about and, you yeah. know, the combat or two. So, um, this, when was it? This spring we went to just Virginia to, we went to Fort Monroe and just to look around and have fun and meet up with my sister and some friends. And we, we did that and I didn't feel, um, nervous or worried or anything when we did that. And of course, Brandon didn't go. <laughs> I'm like, let, let me tell you about the times Brandon didn't go. <laughs> he was at work and so I don't know it's just like you just got to start small and there are resources out there to help you if you are nervous you know just stay in a military facility ask friends and you know lots of blogs like blog about like traveling with kids and stuff so yeah you can do it you can there's so many different fun opportunities and you know why miss out on it when you when you can go Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, the one thing that I always kind of like to wrap things up with is asking what advice you'd give. And since you have the trifecta, you can give it to like a military kid, a spouse, anyone. But what advice would you give to like a military family saying, you know, I mean, besides saying you can do it, like we just talked about, but what would you tell them? <sighs> hmm. That's a hard one. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Any advice? Huh. I always save the hardest question for last. (laughs) Probably to reach out and get a mentor. I think that is something that is important, you know, regardless if you're in the military, if you're a a child of a, you know, a military um, member or if you're definitely, if you're in the military, get a mentor, but yeah. just get a minute, like a pin pal, um, just stay in contact with people because this is the craziest thing because, well, my dad, we, we went back to everywhere twice and so our, yeah, we've been everywhere twice except for Kentucky, but, um, I have friends that I, I went to elementary school with that I still talk to. Like I have a friend who we're in the third grade together and I still talk like I just talked to her the other day and it's just contact with those people because even though we don't have the stability of you know having a next door neighbor for 20 odd years you know you can still have that communication and that mentorship you know either being a you know when you're younger someone your same age just a friend staying in contact with them when you're yeah. older service member have a mentor that you know someone you look up to maybe they're still in the military maybe they're out and just you know ask them about like hey is this place a good place or you know ask them about your career development and then as a spouse you know just maybe it's a, another spouse that you reach out to and that you all happen to come into the same um duty station again and 
you see your children grow up or maybe yeah. it's you know, someone, a blog that you read or a podcast that you listen to and you just follow their journey. Just have somebody that you, that will be able to mentor you and maybe you can. Yeah. No, that's great. And you have an Instagram page too. You want to tell everyone what that is so they can yeah. find you? Yeah, of course. And follow me over at um, Sincerely Schwartz. So it's really Schwartz. And that's me. I share about all sorts of things. My chaotic life and my children and <laughs> military, military life, all the things. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your, your incredible journey that you've been on. And, you know, best of luck to you. And, you know, enjoy those moments. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Make sure to set a reminder for every Tuesday to listen to a new episode. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Grace of a Military Child and Life. If you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week.